Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast, plowing through the manure online. This is a very special episode. I feel like it's an after-school special. Um, <laughs> All the secrets are revealed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A certain person on this podcast, a very important person on this podcast, because there's three of us and we're all equally important because we rock, uh, went through a really, really, really tough journey this summer. And she kind of kept it quiet. Uh, maybe vague booked, you could say. And those yeah, that probably, do. yeah, the last, last two weeks, I've probably done a little vague booking or vague Twittering. Yes. Vague it just, Twittering. It just feels good. Yeah. Get it out a little bit. And so we're going to talk about it today. Uh, our bestest friend, Jen, uh, battled cancer this summer and won, right? Like it gives me chills to working say on it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Working on it. I finished treatment and, um, I'm not going to lie. I got really lucky. I know that sounds so weird to say with the word cancer, but I, I, it's funny how you don't notice things on social media. And then suddenly you see all these cancer posts and you're like, Oh my God, I kind of yeah. got off a little lucky. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's one of those things where, um, you know, you find the silver lining perhaps, but, um, yeah, Jen, tell, tell everyone, you know, kind of. Yeah, what happened? How it went down. Yeah. So I'm like the pretty much the poster child of avoiding the gynecologist because, well, it's the gynecologist. Men, earmuffs, um, earmuffs. For the men in listening, it's the lady doctor because. Yes, the lady doctor. Yeah. And I just, you know, avoid it at all costs. And I've spent the last two months having everyone look at my lady bits now. So there you go. I had cervical cancer. Um, we made it through planting. And I, I figured out I must run on adrenaline because I was not feeling good, but I pretty much just kept going because we needed to get everything planted and the hog work done. And I remember the day after we finished planting, um, which was, I can't even tell you now, um, early, I think we got done in May, actually, mm -hmm. we were fixing cattle fence. And I remember thinking, I can't do this any longer. I'm going to pass out. I can't do this. It was like what felt like 150 degrees and cover your ears if you need to. But I was bleeding like you would not believe. Yeah. And I told Chris, I said, I need, I need to go home. I can't do this any longer. And he says, you need to go to the doctor. Yeah. So I'd spent all spring bouncing around in a tractor and, um, Basically, what the doctor told me is I was doing nothing but irritating the tumor and losing blood all the time. Um, finally went to the doctor on June 13th. Um, and pretty much with my legs up in the air and I can't kick anybody, the doctor screaming cancer. That was the worst day of my life, I think. Um, and I think Chris and I both panicked. He says I did because I screamed, am I going to die? Did you scream that? <laughs> and I... I did. Chris said I did. Honestly, I was about to pass yeah. out. Uh, come to come to find out, I'd lost half my blood. Yeah. Um, I was I was running on half a tank of blood, and um, he's screaming cancer between my legs. I can't even kick him because you know you're in the stirrups. And I, I, I Chris says I said, "Am I dying?" And I was just. It was. Yeah. I don't know. We both were just shocked. Yeah. Chris was, uh, and Chris will pretend now that he was really strong, right? But. He was scared shitless. Like, let's call a spade a spade. I, I, he was. You know, God bless him. I always 
kid that he was just afraid he was going to have to wash a park right. barn. Um, but honestly, and I'll probably say this again later, between my kids and Chris and, and my mom, I've never seen stronger people. They all, my kids spent spent their summer working hogs, loading hogs, doing whatever they could around here because I was pretty much Rumpelstiltskin the month of July. I didn't eat, I didn't, and I slept yeah. the whole time. And that was part of why we've been absent, right? Like that's, which is stupid. Yeah. Like oh, a yeah. podcast I, I, obviously falls to the back of anything, you know, when anything like this is going on, obviously we're not in a big hurry to do, but we weren't going to go on without you and you were dealing with some pretty extensive treatment through June and July. Like it took what you started the last week of June yeah. with chemo. Yeah, I started. So, so what happened was Chris pretty much panicked and he, thank God, you know, he was very, cause I was stunned. And so he was very, we need to get this yeah. taken care of right now. Treatment, treatment, treatment. He was like, we're not, we can't, we can't wait. We can't. So we, he was pretty much prepared to drive anywhere we needed mm -hmm. to go for treatment. Um, we were very lucky again in local hospitals here and we're close to Indianapolis. Um, we were, we're 20 minutes from the hospital that I had treatment at. So that worked out. I mean, it, it just was a blessing. Um, so we started, I mean, I had doctor's appointments from June 13th and, um, almost what felt like every day, probably every other day. Um, you know, you have to see an oncologist, you have to see, um, the radiation doctor, the chemo doctor. Um, seems like I had to see a urologist and, um, I did get blood transfusions because I was running on half a tank and wasn't getting anywhere, making my own blood apparently. Um, so I started chemo and external radiation on uh okay. july 3rd interest interestingly enough holidays and weekends you get off from radiation because maybe cancer takes those days off i have no idea but i found that interesting um yeah and, um i did uh 25 uh, external radiations and five weeks of once a week chemotherapy and then i did five internal radiations now Ladies, it was cervical cancer. Think where that internal radiation was, because that's exactly what it was. It was like low stick. Right. I always picture that, you know. Yes. Right? I picture the flashy thingy in Men in Black. Yeah. That's what they use. That's what the tool, like when you talked about it. Don't I was like, Google you know, it. The, where he holds yeah. it up. Don't, don't yeah, Google it. I didn't. No. Well, I went through it firsthand, so I didn't need to Google it. Don't Google it. It's everything you imagine. Um, right. But when you have well, cancer, you're like, do whatever too, you want. You said it wasn't as bad as you had made it out that it was going to be in your head. Oh, no. I literally panicked for two weeks solid, trembling, yeah. thinking about it. Um, but it wasn't near what I thought it was going to be. I mean, it's everything you imagine, but pain wise, and it's you were okay. knocked out. Yeah. Yeah, I was not. I was knocked out yeah. for part of it. Yeah. So uh, if we're going to be honest, let's be honest. So what they do is, is they put you to sleep to insert all this stuff, but then they wake you up to do the radiation and extract all the stuff. Mm. And the radiation itself doesn't take that long, oh. correct? No, thank no you. the radiation took about seven minutes. Really? I don't, yeah. why couldn't they just leave you out for that? 
like maybe, that's what I wanted to know. The extraction part would be what would really kind of. I mean, the radiation. Okay, you know, like it's in there, whatever. But that to have them like pull it out, like pull it out again. My mental images are ridiculous. Like I picture that's what like mine was a clown <laughs> with the handkerchief. Oh, I was thinking the clown <laughs> coming out. Yeah. You know, yes, that's exactly what oh, I had Jesus. pictured. Oh, and and I was panicked. Yeah, but it was not. It was not the drama I had in my head. It was pretty quick, pretty painless. Um, but, but the doctor said to me, he's like, I'm like, I'm the person who wanted an epidural when the doctor said, congratulations, you're pregnant. I'm like, no, I'd like an epidural. Can I just now. have one right now? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I was never the person who said, I'm going to have a natural childbirth. No, thank right. you. I do not need that. No. I want painkillers. Yeah. Um, so when the doctor said, you know, we'll put you out to insert this stuff and then we'll wake you up and then we have to do the radiation plan. So basically you lay there with this stuff and then they do the radiation, the plan, the radiation, and then they remove it. And I'm like, seriously, can't you just leave me asleep the whole time? He's like, well, that's not really feasible. And I'm like, no, really. How much extra would it cost? Yeah. Self-employed health insurance, but I'm willing to right? pay. I can, I can find the cash. What's the premium for not having to wake up to the clown car extraction? Can we just... Right, exactly. So so tell... But, but I lived, so... And that's and, well, and let's talk a little bit about the chemo, too. Because mm-hmm. that was a lot longer situation as far as... And it really wiped you yeah. out. I mean... The chemo, the chemo knocked me out. I, I don't, there are people, and again, I'll, I'll say I'm blessed. I, I'm lucky this was curable, treatable, um, short term. The chemo, the chemo was nasty shit. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Um, I would go in on Tuesdays at 740 in the morning. I did this for five weeks in a row. Um, and I was there for, let's see, uh, seven hours took seven hours to put it in. They would do a um, a liter of fluid, um, the chemo medicine, some other meds, and then another liter of fluid. I think liters, right? I hope I'm right. Um, if you're a nurse and I'm not right, just keep yeah, just shut up about um, it. Yeah. And then I would go over to radiation and do it, uh, do external radiation after that, which only took about fifteen minutes. The chemo knocked me out. It made me sick. I literally, Chris says, I slept the entire month of July, and I didn't eat at all. Yeah, um, it was bad. And people have to do that. There are some people who do that every three weeks, like for the rest of their yeah. life. Yeah. Um. And I took it five weeks in a row. So people say to me, well, you know, that's that's pretty intense because your body doesn't have time to flush it out. And I'm like, man, I don't care. That shit's nasty. Yeah. It works. Don't get me wrong. I'm thankful for nasty shit in this case. But um, I it made me sick to my stomach. I didn't want to eat. And it made me tired. I, I just slept. I literally, the month of July, I laid in bed yeah. and slept. Which is awful. I mean, that's, and you lost a lot of weight, right? Let's talk about Chris. <laughs> I, I lost, yeah, I lost between 30 and 40 pounds. Um, and um, I'm the only person who loses 30 pounds and doesn't go to their high school reunion. So, you could like market yeah. it on, you could pretend it's something totally different on Facebook. Be like, I started using Plexus and <laughs> yeah, lost 30 that's pounds. What, buy from me. Um, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I was, uh, I've started to eat everything inside. I mean, the other day, I think, let's see, Sunday, I had three pieces of pie and two giant brownies, two helpings of lasagna. I mean, and Chris goes, what is your plan to gain this weight back? And I go, well, I kind of like to not gain any back. And he goes, well, I'm not used to you. Skin. 
<laughs> Get that's, over it, Chris. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> right? That's why he likes a little, yeah, something, something. I don't know. I your face, nothing. it was hard my to tell in your face. I mean, your face looked a lot thinner, but it was hard to tell because you also cut your hair. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I did. You know, I remember when when he told me, and I got home and I processed that I had cancer um, and we'd been to the cancer doctor to talk about chemo and radiation. And um, they did tell me one of the side effects was losing my hair. Um, and I had long hair. The first thing I did was went and got it cut and donated it. Um, something tiny that I could just feel like I could do. I thought if I'm going to lose my hair, I might as well not waste yeah. it. Um, and I don't want to find long hair all over my house and great big clumps. Yeah. Um, so it was a little bit personal too. It was a little bit selfish, but, um, I went and got it cut and, um, uh, you know, knock on wood, I'm done with treatments, but I did not lose my hair, but I've told Chris for years, bald is beautiful. It's okay. It's just hair. So I really was going to have to man up and embrace yeah. the bald, which is hard to do. Like that's, I would have a hard time with that, obviously, you know, and, and so, but your new haircut was beautiful. Are you, you're oh, going to grow you. it out or are you going to, I'm happy with it. No, I don't know what I'm yeah. going to do. I have no you're idea. You're just going to do what you're going to do. Like, that's... I'm going to do what I'm like, going to do. I'm just glad to be up and feeling better. Honestly, this past week, um, last week, whenever this comes out, yeah. I don't know. The first, you know, the last week of August, I just really kind of, I want to say, turn you a corner. Tell you felt better. I felt like it, you know. Yeah, a little more tweeting. I was able to get out. Um, a couple weeks ago, I hauled a short load of hogs. Um, that felt really good. I never thought I'd say that. Next week, I get to wash a hog barn. Never thought I'd say I'd get to do yeah. that. Um, it really kind of teaches you, though. It, it. I mean, I think any sort of struggle or any sort of, you know, and, and I'm not saying it because I've I've dealt with cancer or something personally, but I've, I've seen other people go through it and... You, it really helps you realize that a lot of the problems that you may have had prior weren't really problems, right? I mean. Oh, my God. It does. It sounds so cliche. I mean, it really does. Oh, I realize now. But it really does. It it completely changed my attitude. Like, I, I still get a little mad at Chris and the kids, but it's like, whatever. That's not a big deal. In yeah. The game. I will yeah, have to I, say it know. adjusted my attitude on dicamba and dealing with those people this summer. Right. <laughs> well, good. It didn't mind. I mean, Look that's why me. I always had, I struggled, you know, I don't know. Like when you, you told me, um, you told us, uh, you know, and, and let's talk about we'll the talk roundabout about... way that you told us. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, it's hard to, to tell people you have cancer. I was like, it's funny because you th first you go through this phase. Okay. I have to accept I have it. And then you're like, how the hell do you tell people you have cancer? I mean, you do, you stand up like an AA meeting and say, hi, my name's Jennifer. I have cancer. Yeah. Um, or do you, you know, so my big thing was, is I didn't want a Facebook announcement. I didn't, I, I mean, it just, I, I, I appreciate prayers. Don't get me wrong. I think prayers are a great thing, but I, I just, it was my lady bits. Um, and so I just was unsure of how to do that. And I kept thinking to myself, my dad died five years ago of leukemia and um, no one knew he had it, literally. I mean, my mom and my brother and sister and I, um, even the grandkids didn't know he had it until um, 
like 30 days before he died. Um, And it was just, and, and I remember at my dad's funeral thinking these people didn't even know he was sick and they loved him. And so I knew I didn't want to keep it a secret from people that I loved, but I also knew I didn't want an announcement. And so it was kind of the only thing I could think to say was to people that I love was, um, I remember my dad not telling anybody that he had cancer. And I sometimes wonder if it wasn't the look on people's faces that he was afraid of. Um, and by the way, I have cancer. Um, Kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, and that was exactly, it was like a direct message on Twitter. I yeah. I remember exactly where I was because I was heading to Iowa City to rate my plot. And I had pulled off to go to McDonald's in Knoxville. And John had called me and he was telling me stuff about the plot. And I pulled over. So I was going through my messages. And so I was reading what you were saying. And I was like, what? And then, I, so then I was so confused. And I stopped listening to what John was saying. And I couldn't understand what you were reading and I, or writing. And I was just like, yeah, what is going on here? But I remember the exact day, you know. So, yeah, exactly where yeah. I was. I was in the McDonald's parking lot at the Knoxville exit off of 74. <laughs> I I wish I could. I don't. I just, I remember just being shocked and just being, I, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. It I felt think, like on Christmas story when the kid was like, oh, fudge. fudge. But he didn't say fudge. You know what I mean? Like that was, I was just, I remember just being like pissed and just wanting to be there though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And knowing that I couldn't be because obviously like I can't, you couldn't be, but we're not huggers anyway. So it would have been awkward as it is to be like. I think it would have been. I think, and I think that's one of the reasons like the people I needed the most were weird, but in my phone because I am a hugger, but looking at someone and saying those words, I'll tell you everybody I told, I told over the phone because I didn't want to see the look on their face. Yeah. Uh, my mom was in Colorado and um, I, so I had to tell her over the phone. Um, Chris told the kids because I couldn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, the, the phone, it was my friends in my phone. And I mean, even, even the friends who live around here, I told on the phone, you know, yeah. through text because I didn't want to see anyone's face and I didn't want to hear that. Oh, I mean, I was already feeling and, and, you know, when you have the phone, you have that second to react before you text something back. It's yeah. not that initial reaction. Yeah, you don't have which, to see it. Yeah, you don't have to see it. And, well, and that's what I know. needed. Yeah. So thank you to the people. Like, I didn't know what to do either. So obviously, I just Amazon primed a whole bunch of shit to you. So. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what I did. <laughs> no, did you yeah, know that, Karen? Like, I no. did the same thing. Oh my God. That was exactly what I would like. The first thing I do is I go and I'm like, she needs oh a cow blanket and she Did needs you get a two cow blankets? <laughs> Did you send one too? <laughs> yeah. And I love them both. They're like oh the highlight God. of the house. That is Everyone hilarious. fights over the cow blanket. Oh my God. Well, that's right. Yeah. Cause I was I like, she, yeah. Oh my then, God, Angie, that's so funny. Cause we've never talked about this. Yeah. No. And I sent her no. swear word coloring books. Cause I was like, oh, yes. Geez gonna be sitting doing chemo and stuff like that like you might as well be able to like 
color the word and make it look all pretty. And, yep. and then I was like, here's a gift certificate. Like just here's you spend money on whatever you want. So you ended up with like some com- like Converse tennis shoes, didn't you? Like I did red, red Converse tennis shoes. And actually the chemo nurses commented on them every time. I love when you come in in your red Converse yeah. and I wore them every time. And that's why, so it was, but that was all I could do. My only reaction. And I talked, I remember talking to Chris like the next day and you know, he's talking markets and stuff. And then finally we were, he's like, okay, now, we're 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 scared but we don't want to let on that we're scared and he's probably going to be so pissed that i even brought you know like said it because it's not well obviously that would be his reaction i mean yeah we all were i mean like that's and so um you know to get to the other side and and yeah and i mean your biggest thing that you didn't want you didn't want to make an announcement like you said you didn't want to see everyone's face and then you didn't want like the pastor talking about jen's lady bits (laughs) Yeah, at church. I talked to Casey, and I just said, "Okay, how's your mom doing?" And she told me two things. She said, um, "Her younger brother and sister were spending a lot of time in her house because Jen was being too nice, and it was freaking them out." And then the other thing was that she didn't want it to end up in the prayer chain at church because she didn't want somebody talking about her lady parts during the middle of the service. And I told her that's really ironic because now she's announcing it to Angie's mom and the rest of the world, right? Those who are listening, so. All three of them on our podcast. That's why. No, and it is. It's it's funny how you just kind of and we we hadn't we'd alluded to. I mean, not necessarily alluded to anything really. I mean, we brought up the the changes in the summer and completely like steered around it, knowing that that was one of the biggest things that we had obviously dealt with as like a podcast family or whatever the hell we are, you know. we just, everything was put on hold because we knew that, um, well, f- first of all, we're doing this for fun, you know, obviously. Um, <laughs> we're not getting Yeah, rich, we're definitely we? not making any any real money off from it. But, you know, secondly, um, you know, it, it, like you said before, you kind of realize what's important and, you know, this is not necessarily it. But um, it, so it was so hard for me. And I, I, you know, when I said that I tweeted a while back about you being so strong, I mean, you were like, you just, to me, I wanted to be like, everyone rally around my friend, Jen, because she needs everyone to rally around (laughs) her. And you're like, no, it's cool. I've got my small circle. That's all I need, you know? And, uh, you know, now I think the big thing is just kind of talk about what you experienced, how you went through it. And then marijuana pills, Jen. (laughs) There was marijuana pills. Did you like them? I did not. They made me sick. Really, yeah. yeah. Ingesting marijuana is really—it's a tough thing. So I've heard. Um, I mean, I've... right? Yeah. So you've heard. They were supposed to. Literally, the doctor said, "Okay, you're not eating at all. You're losing a lot of weight. We're gonna try." Um, I forget what they call them—some kind of pill that had marijuana in it. And um, she's like, "It's supposed to give you the munchies." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Oh man, nothing made me want to throw up more than that marijuana pill. It was kind of sad. My really? kids, my kids were excited. You have marijuana. Mom's gonna be high. I'm like, I just want to eat. I just want to eat and then throw it up because yeah. it makes me feel gro- dizzy and gross. That's why. Um, I don't know. It's just a, so that's what they gave you though. That was to try to help. That was with everything, that was obviously. one of the things they gave me to try to help combat the nausea. I was gonna say, wasn't your digestive tract that your biggest issue yeah. or your biggest side effect? Oh my God! Yes, because. Because it was cervical cancer and where they were doing the radiation, 
yeah, my digestive tract was out of whack. Really? Yeah. Big That's, time. You just weren't, you were having a, yeah. I mean, that, it oh. didn't want to stay in my stomach. And if it stayed in my stomach, it didn't want to stay there very long. So that's about Ugh. the most polite coming way out I both can ends. Yeah. That, yeah. It was coming out both ends. That's no fun. And it's, and, and you just, when it's doing that, you, there's just no point in eating. And so Chris was like, you need to eat. And I'm like, I can't. I don't want to. Don't yeah. Want if to. I do, it's miserable. It's like I just got done eating Chipotle every day. <laughs> right. That's what ugh, no, I yeah, I I don't know. You I mean, obviously, um you like kick ass because I wouldn't have been able to I'd have been on like it's you know what it's amazing what you can figure out you can do. Honestly, I'd have because been whining. Oh, I, there was whining. Don't get me wrong. It was, there was whining. Um, and I felt bad for whining, but I'm like, that sucks. Um, I just, yeah. and, and all I, and honestly, I kept telling myself, my God, people deal with this for years, Jennifer. And so I just kept saying to myself, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. And I'm amazed. I, I shouldn't be amazed at the people around me, but I am. I mean, you guys and uh, Sean and Mike and, and Devi, hi Devi, and right, Devi um, has to listen because he just got mentioned. Right, I know. And all my friends close around here. I mean, I we had more food, and I had more stuff come in the mail. I, I mean, you know, you're loved, but then you're like, okay, I'm really loved. And it was it was amazing. I I mean, I felt I don't even. I, I, there's not even a word to tell you how loved I felt. That's good. I'm glad yeah. you should be. I mean, you are loved, obviously. <laughs> now you know what I mean? The only thing I felt bad about is I know how much you hate yellow Pez, and I sent it directly, so I couldn't take all this out of the package. <laughs> right? That's actually, what I, How much actually, Pez did you get? Karen and I said, like, the same exact thing to you. Like I had, I'm not kidding you, and it's all gone, but I had a gallon ball jar full of Pez. Oh my god! Got me through. Yeah, yeah, because I sent you a boatload of Pez too. Like, <laughs> a metric shit ton of Pez like came to your door. Did you also send her a coffee cup with a pig on it. I did it not. Was all welcome. It was all useful. It was all greatly appreciated. That is so um, funny, though. That that's what we all like. Karen and I are like. Those we, are. That's me. Well, yeah, that's me. That's I tell you what, though the 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 donut inventory probably went down. I haven't had a Casey's donut in quite a while. Well, I really thought I'd lost my sweet tooth. Their stock has dropped as a result. I know, right? Obviously, that's why. No, and that's. I mean, you thought you lost it, but you haven't. So thank God for that, right? Like, yeah, it's back. Thank God. I was worried. So yeah, my sister-in-law asked me the other day if I was going to buy new clothes. And I'm like, no, my sweet tooth came back. I'll gain it all back here pretty soon. Right. That's why I take it from someone who lost a bunch of weight and then gained it back. Yeah. Just don't waste your money. Just buy yoga pants. Yeah. They're forgiving no matter how much you weigh. Yeah. Uh, that's what, and you can wear boots outside. Like Duluth trading does like jeggings now or something. So there you go. That's just all you need they have to do ones really. Too. That are supposed to be like, yeah. really, you know, yeah, really strong. That's why, strong, but you know, durable. That's what I'm trying to say. Durable. Just don't wear leggings that are flesh colored because that's really oh. not. <laughs> that's like a Walmart scene, <laughs> right? That should never happen ever. Like, like, oh my god, why? Why do they even make those? I don't know because so people can post it on like Facebook or something. I don't know. 
um and be like look at this person i just saw at walmart and then you can be on it i don't know but yeah um you know it's one of those things that's just amazing but uh i'm glad that your sweet tooth's back now we'd kind of brought up talking about um health insurance right because part of why a lot of farmers might avoid going to the doctor or listening to their body is because they don't want to first of all you don't want to hear bad news like let's be you honest. don't want to hear bad news like yeah. you're just kind of like oh it'll go away it's not what i think it is it's not a big deal i'm gonna just go ahead and wait well, it out right honest honestly at this point my my doctor my family doctor had told me it was close to menopause and it's called flooding according to dr google and what I was experiencing was normal. I had back pain that I thought was from lifting feed buckets. Um, so I was taking tons of ibuprofen, which then my kidneys started hurting and I was, I just kept putting it off. I just kept thinking, well, my back hurts from throwing feed buckets. My kidneys hurt because I take too much ibuprofen and I'm going through menopause. Life is grand. What? And, and finally, um, you know, you could, how do I say this delicately? I was bleeding so much, it was soaking jeans. You were hemorrhaging. Let's just be it's what you were doing. Yeah. It wasn't I mean, normal. I was hemorrhaging. Yeah. I was. I was hemorrhaging um, and trying to get the planting done. And my thing was, well, let's get through planting. They say this is, you know, and I'll figure something else out. And honestly, we've always had self-employed health insurance. I mean, we paid cash for all three of our kids because we couldn't afford maternity insurance. And you just don't go to the doctor all the time. I mean, we were just, my kids are like, they see kids go to the doctor for, you know, a scratch on their knee and they laugh because I was like, man up, if you aren't profusely bleeding, <laughs> and even if you are profusely bleeding and it was from something stupid, you're not going to yeah. the doctor. Right. Um, but we, you know, we went to the doctor, very, you know, we go to the doctor very rarely. So I'm like, oh, just you know, pay another doctor bill. No, let's just man up and take it. Don't yeah. you, you should be able to tell. I, I was stupid. I yeah. know it. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say, I'm not agreeing with you when you say that no, you were I stupid, mean, but I'm agreeing with you in the sense that, yeah, I mean, and, and I, I've done it and luckily so far it hasn't been anything, you know, major, at least that I, I know of, but there's been several times where I'm like, oh, I'll, you know, it's no big deal. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. Um, we'll figure it it's out. Not. And I have relatively decent health insurance, but I think it's very important to kind of point out that I think in agriculture too, um, the man up deal, quote unquote, man up, we're going to really like trigger yeah. a small group of people that probably stopped listening because right. oh, well. um, we told them to get their balls out of their purse. But, uh, no, it, it, <laughs> you know, that whole idea of like, you just deal, like you just don't be a, a wimp about it. You know what I mean? Like just kind of. I'll go the next time it rains. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's exactly, you know, you're right, Carrie. Yeah. You're my exactly dad right. did my that. Deal yeah. was, yeah. My, my deal was let's make it through planting, get the cow fence fixed, turn the cows yeah. out. And then surely it'll start to slow down and, you know, and then we'll yeah. go to the doctor. Yeah. Once it fits into my schedule, which never will, obviously, I mean, it's never, there's never a time where you're like, Ooh, I can't wait to go to the doctor and, you know, like lay back. I always hated going to my lady doctor because there was a poster on the ceiling that was a frog, like, like the cat one. <laughs> 
you know, like the cat would like hang in there or whatever, but it was a frog. It was weird. And I hated looking at it. Like, why (laughs) is that there? That's not making me feel more comfortable. It's not like I'm sitting in my living room. I'm, no, you know, but no one lines up to go to the doctor to, to experience that. But, um, you know, and the cost, obviously, it's that's that's concerning, right, to anyone. Like, the cost associated with any sort of major health issue. And Chris, you know, Chris has said for years, that's why we buy health insurance. We we pay for health insurance for major catastrophes. Yeah. And this was a major catastrophe. We've met. So we, I'm going to say right now, we were grandfathered in under the Affordable Health Care Act with the insurance we already had. So... And I know from the get-go, people pay three, four, five times as much yeah. as we do for health insurance. Ours is a thousand, a little over a thousand dollars a month, um, but we also have a ten thousand dollar deductible. So, you know, not only this year are we going to pay twelve thousand, thirteen thousand dollars in health insurance, but we had to also had to come up with a ten thousand yeah. dollar deductible. Um, but I will say our insurance, once we met that deductible, our insurance kicked in and cross our fingers have done a fantastic job of paying. Um, my biggest fear, I'll be honest, is being dropped. Um, because we're obviously going to be in for a gut wrenching surprise if we get dropped from this grandfathered in policy to have to go to something else. Uh, this is on, only the second time in 26 years we've met our deductible and had to have insurance pay anything. Um, Chris had back surgery yeah. five, six years ago. And, and it's important to point out, um, you know, a lot of people hate having debt. You know what I mean? Like owing anyone anything. But right. when it comes to health care costs, it's an interest free loan. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe I'll have people, yeah, they can't, there's no, they can't charge you interest. And as long as you're paying anything in the month, you don't, they can't do anything. So don't feel like you have to scramble to pay it off. You know what I mean? Like, and there um, are foundations that will pay your off your bill for you if you meet certain criteria. Cause I had a friend who was injured severely while he was in graduate school and uh, his a lot of his bills had gotten wiped out due to a foundation. Yeah. And so, but so, yeah, I mean, and a lot of people don't, you know what I I like, especially farmer, like my dad's that way. Like if he owes anyone anything, like I swear he thinks it like shows up like a red letter D like debt (laughs) on his shoulder or something like, Oh my God, he owes someone (laughs) money. But the reality is, is you could pay 50 bucks a month on that $10,000 and there's nothing they can do about it. They might call you and be like, we need to work out a payment plan. Well, that's the person's job obviously is to get all of that paid off. But the reality is, is you don't need to short yourself to cover um, your bills. You know what I mean? Like I, I did with Colton because we had the same thing. We had a $22,000 family deductible. And so when Colton was aeromedic, yeah, it's yours is higher than yeah, ours. It's not, it was not, it was a lot of money. Um, and we ended up owing like 12 of it was owed to Mercy for his stay, which mm. I will not complain about because it was, you know, the, the helicopter itself was like 60 grand and we ended up only having to pay a small portion of, of that, you know? Um, but I ended up paying like, I think I had paid 500 a month just because I wanted it paid off. And that was kind of what they called and were like, can we work something out? But 
Um, if you don't have the 500 a month to pay, there's nothing they can do. Like literally zero things. Like they can try to call you and be like, you need to pay, but you can, you know, tell them I did, you know, I paid you a hundred bucks. Like that's all I have. And there you go. I'll, we'll see you. And we'll be talking about this for however many months it takes you to pay $10,000 off at a hundred bucks a month, you know, but that's, you know, a lot, I guess, but, but yeah, so don't feel like, and I think a lot of people sometimes think that that's, you know, they have to scramble and, and short themselves. You, you don't have to at all. Yeah. You feel personally responsible. I mean, you do. I mean, it's your illness, yeah. it's your, and, and you need to kind of let others help whether it's financial or emotional. I'm going to tell you right now that, uh, I never had to go to the doctor once. I, was so lucky uh, between my family and friends, including Karen. She was here. Um, someone took me to the doctor every time for the yeah. past two months. Um, it's amazing what, and it, it, and I felt bad people taking their time, but at the same time, I was so grateful that someone was there to, um, Accompany. what's that word? Not literally, but metaphorically. Yeah. Accompany me metaphorically hold yeah. my hand. Um, you knew there was someone like radiation took what? Yeah, we were probably there fifteen minutes. Maybe it was Karen, fast. I was surprised. And yeah, and then we went out for breakfast, and it was just when you're laying there, either getting chemo, you can talk to people, or getting radiation, and someone is out there in the waiting room waiting for you. You're not trying to just driving yourself home. Uh, it was amazing, and I'm so blessed, and I don't, I don't think I can say yeah. that enough. No, and I, I think that's. I like, I think that's just something that, I don't know if you have a close friend or, and I feel guilty even saying this because obviously I, I was not there. I feel like I, I, you know, I wasn't physically there. I think you were in spirit though. I mean, like anytime I needed you, you guys were right there at my phone. I mean, seriously, I mean, um, a small, a small text or talk or, I mean, anything it's, it's amazing what, what just having people so close even metaphorically and i think sometimes people does get scared you. you know what i mean like um oh, totally but you you shouldn't so if you're going through you know if you have a close friend or a family member that's dealing with something like this like the biggest thing that you can can do is just be there right i mean that's i i'm yeah. i'm saying that because of what we just experienced but i i i wanted you to know and and sometimes it felt like it was like I never wanted it to come off disingenuous, but if there was ever a time where you absolutely had needed me to be there physically, I would have done everything I could, yeah. but to be there mentally, I was, you know what I mean? And I think that's, um, exactly. And I think letting people know that just even a text, I mean, even if you're close, yeah. just text or send a card. I'm amazed at how much that stuff meant to me because I'll be honest, I'm not a card sender. Um, but I think I might be now. Yeah, I'm not. I wish I was better <laughs> at it. I'm a Amazon Prime sender. Well, you know, it's the same to, to same thing, to be honest yeah. with you. Anything that says, dude, I'm thinking yeah, of you. That's and you know, I took time out of you know, I took even if it's just three minutes, I took three minutes out of my day to text you or you know, Amazon Prime you something or send you this card, anything. DM it's like, you. I mean, literally, Chris would come in every day to check on me and bring mail. And I was just like, 
okay, I can do this. You can do this, yeah. Jen. And you can. That's, I mean, and you did, right? So yeah. we, what so, are we looking at now for you? So I finished all my treatments, the chemo, the external radiation, the internal radiation, and I finished that last week. And I have to wait three months now. I'll go back to the doctor a couple times for checkups, but I have to wait three months to get a PET scan. And then three more months, I think, to get a CT scan. Mm -hmm. Because what they say is that radiation and chemo keeps on working for three months. So, yeah. So I'll get a PET scan in three months, which will be my new baseline. And then they'll wait three more months and do a CT scan and compare the PET scan and the CT scan I don't know how you compare two different things, but you do apparently um, to see if there's been any changes and hopefully there haven't. So, and it's not totally gone though, right? There's still a small, it's just shrunk. Right. No, it's shrunk. The the doctor said it's uh, 95% gone, can barely see it now. And, um, but that keeps working. And I got, again, I say this all the time. I got lucky. It hadn't spread anywhere. It was right in my cervix where it was supposed to be. It hadn't reached my bladder or my lymph nodes. So we got treatment done quick. And, and, um, I I, knock on wood. I got lucky. I keep saying that, but oh my God, don't avoid the gynecologist. Don't avoid the doctor. I mean, I'm like the poster child for avoiding the gynecologist. And I've spent the last two months with everyone looking at my stuff. Right. So that's why it kind of, but I mean, honestly, um, I don't know. Like you said, don't avoid it. You want to go into the doctor. Um, get your yearly checkup, get your mammogram, get your prostate checked. Every, yeah. Just get it done. It's to believe me. I, I'm, I know I'm the queen of avoidance, but yeah. not the anymore earlier. because yeah, the, earlier the last two months, yeah. the earlier, the better. Yeah. Is, is much better. And it takes like, it takes like, two hours to see the doctor for that appointment versus the two months or whatever you might have to spend if you avoid. The other thing I'm going to say is my kids had never had the Gardasil shot. Do you, no, they're not. Well, yeah, I think 12, 12. Uh, how, I think how old? What, yeah, I'm yeah, not sure what the is, age is. is what I believe. Yeah. Get it. It first came out when yeah. my kids were young and I, I'm a vaccinator, don't get me wrong, but it was one of those where I'm like, okay, this is yeah. new. I'm not sure about it. And we, and again, we pay our own damn yeah. for our own damn shots. So I'm like, I, I don't know anything about it. We have to pay for it, blah, blah, blah. And so I avoided it, didn't get it. My kids have now started the Gardasil shots. I think the age is up to 26. I don't know. Yeah, it for is. For some reason I read yep. that somewhere because I had to check whether Casey where, whether mm-hmm. Casey could still get it or not. Thank God she could. If you're under 30, talk to your doctor, get that Gardasil shot. Yep. I think it's three shots, but... My, my kids moaned and groaned, but we yeah. immediately Could went that for have it. Prevented yours? Um, I don't know for a fact. I it wasn't. I don't. I it's supposed to prevent cervical yeah, cancer. Yeah, it's supposed I to mean, prevent that's its big thing. HPV and yeah, genital which warts. Is what can cause cervical cancer? Cancer. Cause which cervical cancer? Everyone. I yeah, everyone thinks HPV is like the scary because it's you know it falls under the STD category, but that's one of those things that you can actually pick up from a toilet seat. That's isn't that creepy? Yeah. Like it's gross. So I don't know. Well, I don't know if there yeah, are. It's yeah. like eighty five percent of adults, I think. Have, I don't, and so it's supposed to prevent like so many strains of the HPV. So, and I'm not sure if there are different 
like strains of cervical cancer. I don't, it may, but to me, if you can prevent even half of them or 95% of them, it's, it's your chances are better. Um, yeah. Trying to explain that to your 15 year old son, you need to go get Gardasil shot. Why? Cervical cancer. I'm not going to get cervical cancer. I said, <laughs> that's why quit talking mom. What do you mean? Uh, that's why I, I didn't realize you guys could get it too. Yeah. So, so, have you yes, seen that commercial where, like, he's yep, like, did you know, mom, dad? And then, like, you're supposed to be like, oh, my God, I'm a terrible mom um, because I haven't. Have you seen them? They're on quite often. Yeah, I there's have. like, yeah, do you mean no, I, I haven't. I haven't ever seen one. Yep. Yeah, so it's that's part of it. All I had to say to my kids was genital warts, and they were like, oh, my God. Right, don't talk about my genitals, Mom. And yet again, <laughs> here we do podcasts. And I'm it, just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, so. Sorry, Cole, sorry. Right? Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? That's why it's all right. They don't listen anyway, so. But so that's so now we're we're going to wait for three months and send good thoughts and prayers and stuff like that. And and, yep. uh, you know, just kind of, um, you know, see, see what happens, follow but up, make sure up. that we um, continue to kind of be there for you. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, that's the other big thing is I went to the gynecologist in 2015 and it was. um they did some procedure. I don't even know. And I should have gone back in 2016, but of course I avoided and got myself in this pickle. So don't, don't avoid. That's my big yeah. thing. Just yeah. Well, and you know, my first thought was, you know, why didn't you have a hysterectomy? So why don't you talk about that? Oh, okay. So, so that, that was my first thought too. get that junk out of there. I don't need yeah, any of it anymore it anyway and just get it out. Um, so according to, we went to see several doctors and, I guess that having a hysterectomy um, could have possibly, number one, spread the cancer um, because when you open it up, then you have all that little cells escape and whatever. But I don't, I kind of got the impression, I'm not sure that this is going to be technically medically right, but like the oxygen and opening it up kind of angers the cancer and causes it to spread That's as what, well. Yeah. And yeah, and also that part of your body is not like your breasts. You, there's not enough fat tissue to get clear margins. Oh, around. okay. So they would, they would, you'd be touching things that you can't take away. Like my bladder, my colon, it's all right there together. And so you don't get safe margins. And so my understanding is, is that I will not have a hysterectomy. Um, the radiation and the chemo are your best bet um, and not disturbing that area once you kill the cancer is the way to go. All right, so. yeah. It's kind of weird to think about. Like, if you could take it out, take yeah. it out. But it's apparently... Not. You have to take it out before it comes no. in, yeah. <laughs> you do, yeah, yeah. If you, so, And so that's another reason. It's highly possible if I'd have gone back in in 2016 and had another abnormal pap smear they would have said let's just do a hysterectomy and i wouldn't have gone through any of this go to the doctor oh my god go to the doctor so you had an abnormal in 15 yes jennifer See, you're just proving my stupidity yes oh. and they did a they did a ablation or something yeah. like that i don't even know yep. and that was supposed to take care of it and so yeah i just didn't go back because 
Why would you? You had an ablation. Avoidance. That's gross. Right. Yeah. I don't want to have to do Total that again. avoidance. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's easier to bury your head in the sand, but then it... I'm a total bury my head in the sand. That's My mom would always say that, like, you can half-ass it the first go-around, but you're going to have to whole-ass it to fix it. So... (laughs) I love your mom. Yeah, she's the best. We like Helen. So, um, anything else you want to add now that we've had a full conversation about Lady Bits and we never once dropped any four-letter words? Well, let's be specific. Well, we did once, but I'm going to edit that out. Jen's lady bits. <laughs> right. We only talked about mine. That's you know. true. Yay, me. Yay, Jen. No, I just, I just, my big thing now is let's not avoid the doctor. Yeah. Um, It's not fun. Yeah. Um, It's not smart. And, and hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. But. Well, obviously. If you're like me, don't be yeah, like Yeah, but if you're an example, yeah, you stop can help being somebody like else, you know. Yeah, and I totally. If you're having problems, go to the doctor. Get it checked Hemorrhaging out. is not normal. Hemorrhaging is not no normal. No matter what. I, and I really, yeah, I really, I mean, I was like, when your doctor tells you it's just flooding, you're like, and then when the doctor said, um, do you know you're running on half a tank of fuel? I'm like, half my blood? He said, oh yeah, you've lost half your blood. Jeez. So I had, that's another thing. I had to have three blood transfusions. Donate blood. Yeah, do that too. Donate your blood. I know you do, Karen. And every time I just send you hugs and kisses. I need to. I used to and. Well, now now you probably can't. Yeah. Now I probably can't, but. um, Yeah. Yeah. I I started when my dad got sick because he had to have a couple blood transfusions and then you kind of get out of the habit. So if you. Yeah. Well, I have something in my blood that is specific to like help like premature babies or something. So yeah, it's like some antigen or something. So they make it a point to call me a lot. That's awesome. Look at you, all crazy. I have nothing. I I just have a positive blood that I need to get back and donate. But let's see, and I'm I got a tattoo now. So yeah, and she got a tattoo. Can you donate if it takes a year? Uh, a year. Yeah, and I just got one. So, because I'm a badass. Recently? What? Yeah. yeah. And no one and told you, us? What'd you get a tattoo of? For, oh, I got it for Colton. It's just like Aww. a Colton tattoo. Yeah. It's just my dude. I got it. So, yeah. It's, I, it's not a big one. Like, a group of friends and I went and we just got, like, some tattoos. Because we're badasses. That's what you do. Chris always go told get my me. tongue Chris pierced again, he- too. Are you really? No. Oh, Maybe my okay. nipples. Probably <laughs> okay. not. Well, there you go. <laughs> I just want to talk about her so always told me he would just... Right? That's why it's yeah. not fair, Jen. I'm jealous. I, I know. Chris always told me he'd divorce me if I got a tattoo. You should get it. And a... um, I had to have a port, a port yeah. put in for yeah. chemo. And um, so my girls were like, oh, mom, people get tattoos on their port scars. And, you know, you should get a tattoo. And Chris was like, I don't even care if she's still alive. She <laughs> right. Can get a tattoo. You should get so, a tattoo there on your so port scar and then get I a am. picture of his face on your I right butt cheek. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I told the girls, I said, um, if the scans are all clear um, and the doctor gives me the OK, we're going to go get tattoos. So I think excited. you should be. That's cool. It's fun. You've survived it. It's not that bad. It's like a bee sting that doesn't stop. It. Right. <laughs> that right. will never you happen. You should at least take a Sharpie I... and make it for a week. Yeah. Right? See if he likes it. So, but no, I'm just, I'm glad it's out in the open. Not because it's mine to share, but so I don't screw up and say something that I shouldn't. 
you know. <laughs> nah. You know, I it's just... all good. Um, it was, I think the big thing for me was, was how do you just announce, hi, you know, yeah. I'm Jennifer, I have cancer. How do you, how do you tell people that? Um, and I've me, seen a few people, awkward. like you've mentioned, like, I'm back or blah, blah, blah. And people are like, from where? And you just like ignore yeah. them. And I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ignoring I know why. I want to be like, I know I think, from where, but yeah. then it just makes it worse. So. And, and I think it was one of those things where you like, you need the people around you, but you also privacy. need some of that. I need to deal yeah. with this myself. Yeah. Privacy. Just to, you know, like, okay, let's figure this out. Announce it on the podcast. We, you know, but, um, yeah, let's get to the end the and then we'll, we'll talk about it kind of deal. And it makes sense. I mean, I, I totally am. I'm just, I'm very, very grateful, um, that you're a badass and that you, you know, have done <laughs> what you've done. Um, you know, cause it takes great feats of strength to accomplish what you have. And, uh, um, you know, it, it, for anyone else that's out there that's listening, that's kind of like, oh, I should probably get this mold checked or, you know, something like yes. that. Like, definitely go do it. Don't. Yeah. Do. Please. If you want to do anything. You know if something's not right. Yes. Yes, you do. I mean, you know, of course, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I, yeah. I, I knew I should have gone. I just kept. I do that thing where, well, let's get the corn and beans in yeah. and let's get this done. Um, I mean, we got so lucky. Let's be honest. I mean, I was down during the least busy time of yeah. the year other than winter. Um, cause yeah. I'll be back in the grain cart, um, short of the hog work, which Chris picked up the slack on and my kids picked up the slack on. Yeah. Again, we got, yeah, one. you timed it right. Cause yeah, we don't you... have any hired help. Yeah. I timed Well, Chris always says, he always says, well, I've done my research and if you had to pick a cancer, you picked I a good just one. Cause that one's Chris, terrible. Like, like Googling okay. like cervical cancer. At night. When I came to visit, Chris and I, well, yeah. I shouldn't say Chris and I talked a lot. Chris talked a lot. Like, I think he, he, you know, he could, he went through, like, and talked about how she was feeling and what she dealt with and what the doctor said. And, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was all in. He was yeah. definitely all in. I think he, I think he figured out after yeah. 26 Maybe he should have gotten that damn present for the 25th. Well, he now he should've. has to get you, yeah. like, he's two major presents. Not buying it. So that's, he's kind of stuck An there. end right. of chemo present, yeah. So that's, I, uh, no, I just, I, I'm, I'm just glad that, uh, um. The outcome you know. was good. Yeah. So. And yeah. hopefully yeah. I got lucky. Way. Yeah. I got we lucky. all did. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we all did by, you know, we still have our gen. So. That's what's good. But all right. On that note, then I we think need we'll to wrap mention our network. Yes. Yes. Because they want to be associated with my lady. Yeah, bits. exactly. That's what Jen's <laughs> Lady Bits and our podcast is powered by Global Egg uh, Network, right? That's our new, the new Woo-hoo! group we're a part of. We're super excited. Uh, Delaney Howell and Mike Pearson are in charge and they have. Um, they're shit super together and that's awesome. And we're looking forward to being a part of it. And there's a bunch of really awesome podcasts, um, already a part of it as well. Um, and we're looking forward to some cross promotion, um, and all of that good stuff with some really smart, good talking people that podcast. So, um, 
we're pumped. Yeah, we're excited. You'll start seeing more about that here as we move ahead. And and uh, um, I think we'll probably announce it twice because we're really good at like recording podcasts and releasing them in weird order. So you'll be hearing hearing <laughs> about it more than once from us because we're really excited to to get the ball rolling there. So we're excited. To yes. Back. Yep. You'll be sure. hearing a lot more from us because our lives are kind of back to normal. I use air quotes. Go to the doctor. Yeah. As normal yes. as they can be. Yes. And go, go to, to the, the doctor, doctor, get yourself checked out. So, but uh, we'll be back next week, of course, with some awesomeness. Um, and uh, have a, have a good week guys. <laughs>